following is a Breaker and Bane Network production. All right, everybody, welcome once again to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. And of course, this is episode 130. And this week, I'm bringing to you Foreman for Real. That's right. No, we're not talking about the George Foreman Grill. We're talking about George Foreman the Boxer. And he had a very popular boxing video game that was released in the mid-90s. And I'm going to be covering that this week on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. But before I get into that, I'd like to talk to you about this week's sponsor, which is, of course, CompoundProWrestling.com. If you're a fan of independent pro wrestling, highly suggest checking out Compound Pro Wrestling Live if you're in the Tulsa area. Or if you don't live locally and you want to see what it's all about, Buy some of our DVDs. We have five single DVD releases uh, and the story of Aaron Anders, all available over at CompoundProWrestling.com. The single release DVDs, Volume 1 through 5, are only $7 a piece, but you can also get two for 12 or three for 17 So it's a great deal, and uh, it's a way to be able to see exactly what Compound Pro Wrestling is all about. To get to see me, Brian Breaker, uh, guys like Aaron Anders, Michael Wolf, Duke Swellington, Dustin Heritage, Morrison, Stonewall Cole, Dimitri Alexandrov, and many, many others. It's a lot of fun, and we have a great show, and I want more more and more people to see this product and see what it's all about. And a good way to support that and to see what it's about, if you're not local, is through compoundprowrestling.com. Pick it up one of those DVDs. And check out the story of Aaron Anders. Aaron Anders has been on the show a few times, and uh, it's got eight of his greatest matches as well as a mini-documentary on who he is and uh, what makes him want to be a pro wrestler and continue down this uh, this road to being a great performer. It's a lot of fun, and they're uh, they're definitely worth checking out. I own all the DVDs. I will buy all of them personally as they come out, not because I'm a part of them, but because I'm a huge fan of what it is and, and the movement that we're making. So check that out at CompoundProWrestling.com, and uh, pick up a DVD. Pick up two DVDs. Pick up three. You won't be sorry. They're great products. Uh, but before you go and do that, let's get into the show, shall we? Because it's Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. It's episode 130. It's Foreman, and it's for real, and it's going to start, and it's going to start right now. Brian Breaker vs. the Super Nintendo is a Breaker and Bane.com production, and is brought to you by Brian Breaker. Grab the controller, blow the dust out of the cartridge, and join the game. This is episode 130, as you already heard, and I'm going to be talking about George Foreman's Foreman for Real. Um, not un- uncommon back in the day for famous athletes to get their own video game, um, and this is no exception. Foreman for Real uh, is a 1995 boxing video game for the Game Boy, the Game Gear, the Sega Genesis, and the Super Nintendo, featuring George Foreman. Is it a follow-up to Acclaim's previous release, George Foreman's KO Boxing, um, which I didn't realize it was a sequel. That's interesting. Uh, The game is similar to the classic arcade game Punch-Out! and consists of three different modes, Exhibition, Career, and Tournament. Players can choose between three rounds as amateur boxing and 12 rounds rounds as in professional boxing. 
acclaimed proprietary graphics technology was used to create photorealistic digital representations of the boxers. Two camera views are available. Career mode has the player start out as the as the bottom of the world rankings and winning fights makes him move up the ladder until he's to face off against George Foreman for the World Heavyweight Championship belt. This makes the game similar to the career modes found in most modern sports games. All the fighters can earn money and are ranked based on their offense and defense. Passwords allow uh, careers to be resumed from certain spots in the game. A coach gives advice on the strengths and weaknesses of each opponent. Punches and jabs are available with several variations. In addition, in addition an AI-controlled judge helps determine the score of each and every round. And that's kind of an interesting thing. I will say I played this a little bit just to make sure the game would work because uh, here recently I've had these, these issues of uh, I would record the first half of the show. And then I'd go to play the game, and the game wouldn't work. And I'm like, well, okay, wait a, wait a minute here. This is bullcrap. And, uh, yeah, I kind of got burned a few times. And so I realized in that moment, I'm like, I need to be a little bit more careful with making sure these games work. That way I don't waste my time on recording an opening segment. So I played it for a second to see what it was about. And uh, it's not really like Punch-Out. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Punch-Out, a huge fan. Uh, one of my all-time favorite games. And this is not like that, really. Because uh, Punch-Out, every character that you fought had a different rhythm to them this is not that way um yeah there's some similarities certainly but to say it's like punch out is a little bit different i'd say um the reception a greasy gus of GamePro remarked that while the super nes version has faster gameplay and better character graphics than the genesis version it is still mediocre in absolute terms with unengaging gameplay and a crowd which shows no reaction to developments in the fight he summarized, a school bus full of Don Kings couldn't generate any excitement for this fight. Uh, the same magazine's Tommy Glide reviewed the Genesis version. He likewise commented on the stiff gameplay and severely criticized the audio. The average music severely drowns out the sound effects in each fight. You won't hear the ref count on knockdowns. The punch effects sound like bad kung fu noises from the 70s films, and the crowd's silent. And the round bell sounds like someone tapping a children's toy piano. A reviewer for Next Generation slammed the Genesis version as well, commenting that the gameplay ultimately comes down to blindly mashing buttons. He gave it one out of five stars, summarizing that there seems to be no real effort put into any single aspect of this title, and the end result is arguably one of the poorer boxing efforts ever released. So it's not getting a lot of praise. Um, there's not a whole lot more to go on. Obviously, Foreman for Real is a very popular game. I remember at the time, back in the 90s, reading a lot of WWF magazine and seeing this advertised. I remember this being advertised a lot, and Spider-Man Venom Maximum Carnage, which is also a game that I uh, have had on here before. It's in the archives if you want to check it out. But, yeah, it's kind of disappointing that, um, that a lot of people aren't saying a whole lot of good things about it. Again, I played it for a handful of, of time, you know, five, six minutes. I didn't finish it. I just wanted to make sure it worked, and I, I kind of tend to agree it wasn't the greatest game I ever played. I was a little underwhelmed. But at the same time, I'm, that's kind of what I'm expecting, I guess. I'm like, I'm not expecting these games to be, like, amazing. Yeah, is Punch-Out awesome? Of course. But Punch-Out's one of the few. Like, if you actually go and think about how many amazing Super Nintendo games there are, based on the 800 or so they released, a lot of them aren't very good. So uh, that's kind of where I fall into this. So, But again, I go into it with an open mind. I'm going to play it for a little bit to see what it's all about. I didn't recognize any of the boxers besides George Foreman. When I actually play the game, I'll kind of go through the list. But, yeah, of course, you know, as we know, George Foreman made huge business for himself with the Foreman Grill after his career in boxing. And I think more people probably know him for that grill than they do for his boxing or his video games, which is funny. 
and I don't know this to be fact, but I heard a rumor that Hulk Hogan was offered the grill and thought it was stupid and chose to do Pasta Mania instead, which was like a pasta venture that he put money into, I guess. And uh, that didn't work out well, so I'm sure Hogan's kicking himself for that one because uh, the Foreman Grill is a great idea. In fact, I don't own a Foreman Grill right now, but I really want one again. I had one at one point, but I don't know what happened to it. You know, I moved a couple times, and just one of those things where crap disappears from time to time. But, you know, to me, it's like if I'm going to make a burger or something, the Foreman Grill is the way to do it. It's uh, it's fun and easy way, and it's... Um, a lot healthier, gets rid of a lot of the grease, of course. And this is not a commercial for the Foreman Girl, it just gives me something else to talk about, of course. So, anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening to uh, Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. And as you know, we're about to hit that point where I'm going to take a break uh, from reading what the game is about and uh, and to actually play the game and, and see what, um, what it's about, see if it's good, if I can recommend it to you or not. Um, you know, I, I think it, it's one of those things where. Sometimes games with a lot of hype, I think, are more disappointing than games that don't have any hype. Like, if you're just going to play a generic boxing game, if it's just called, like, Real Boxing or Boxing Legends or whatever it might be, you're probably not going to be as critical, right, because it's just a boxing game. But because this has a sports title, like a, a sports icon's name on it, George Foreman's Foreman for real, or George Foreman's KO Boxing or whatever it might be, it kind of makes you go, like, oh, man, I have to, I hope this is way better, and I hope this is one that's, going to be good because you know you're in that that mindset of oh this is good i have to i have to see what it's about and and things like that and i think it's it's easy to um to be a little bit more critical on a certain game if that is the case i'm actually going to look up real quick to see if i have george foreman's ko boxing i don't think that i do because that would be a good one to have on um down the road but again, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think, I have so many of these games, it's hard for me to keep up with. Um, well, it looks like I should have it. But it's about checking and seeing if it's actually on the game. Because so I have this, uh, this thing, and basically what it has is it has a bunch of games loaded on it. A bunch of Super Nintendo games. So I'm going to see if it's on there. If it's on there, I mean, George Foreman's KO Boxing is definitely one we can play down the road. But, got to do a little double check and see for show. Nothing, nothing more exciting than going through and to see if you have a game. Again, not every game. Oh, looks like it's right there. Just make sure it works. But if it does, we definitely have it. So, I mean, that's that's kind of a cool thing that, that you know, if if it comes down to it, this is a game we can play. Looks like it works. So there we go. George Foreman's KO Boxing. One we can definitely have on the show, which is, again, a cool thing. So one more we can add to the list. Uh, anyway, this is uh, the pretty much the end of the opening segment. Make sure to check out the other podcasts that me and Bane offer. Uh, if you are new to this show or any of the shows we do, the Breaker and Bane Network, a new show drops there every Monday. Um, check out the Obscure Superstar Spotlight, which a new episode drops every other Wednesday, every 14 days. And then, of course, um, this is Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo every Throwback Thursday. And then our main show, the main course, the main entree, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, our flagship podcast, over 170 episodes and counting, almost to 200 mark. We have... A show every Sunday. We have not missed a show 
in over three years. We're dedicated podcasters. We want people to see it. They want people to, to listen, to tell their friends. And that's a good way you can support this show or any other shows that we do. Is just simply tell people. Maybe screen cap it. Maybe put it on Instagram. Put it on Facebook. Put it on Twitter. Tag us in a post. Just say, hey, I just listened to the show and I really liked it. And it's as simple as that. The littlest thing will help us go so far. So thank you guys. Uh, it's, I'm going to take a little break here. I'm going to play me some Foreman for real, see what it's all about. And I'll be back to close it up. See you in a bit. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo will be back in just a moment. And now, Retro Commercials, brought to you by Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. Well, Bane, I got a question. Have you ever been just like walking down the street and somebody just beats the hell out of you? I mean, it happens to me all the time. It does to me too. And it's, it's, it sucks because it's like, what are you going to do? If only you had someone there that could watch your back. Well, do you know anybody? I do know somebody. You do? He's not doing anything except trying to sell autographs in a subway. I'm talking about Virgil's Bodyguard Academy. Awesome. You can hire him for a day, a week, a month. He may never leave. You don't know. But he will be the best bodyguard money can buy. You know why? Because Ted DiBiase bought him. And he used him for several years. And that guy had a lot of money. Yeah. And I, I, I'm just happy that he can, you know, kick some ass, can he? He's Virgil. Okay. Absolutely, he can kick some ass. All right. Yeah, so uh, sign up now. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo is back. Round two. All right, everybody. Welcome back here to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. Of course, this is episode 130. And... Um, Getting ready to play me some Foreman for real. No, it's not a joke. It's not a gag. It's not a bit. No, for real. For reals. Going to play me some Foreman for real. So I actually am going to lower my microphone here uh, because this is the same mic stand I use for old Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. And it's a little tall. Uh, I don't mind it being tall, but I'm trying to play this video game and it's not really by my mouth. That's what she said. Ha ha. So I want to kind of put it in the right position. Not that any of this is fucking information that you need, but that's what's happening. So I'm gonna think I'm gonna keep it right there. I think I'm gonna do it. That's what she said. Okay. So let's find. Let's find what we need to find. Foreman for real. Bingo. I got to play this a little bit earlier before I started the game because I, I ran into this problem a few times where I will record the first half of the game, or the, the the podcast rather, and as I said before, then I go to play the game and it doesn't work or it's not, it's not it's not responding or I try to clean it or whatever and it still doesn't work. It's like, well, okay, now what the hell am I supposed to do? So basically, at that point, have to erase what I've recorded and call it a wash. And it's only about 12 minutes-ish. Each segment's about 12 minutes because we had the commercials and the, the drops and the intros and whatnot. But um, still, it sucks. It's time. It's time wasted. And that, that always is the, is the shits. So um, definitely don't want to do that again. So I'm going to get Foreman for real crack a lack in here. Good options here. One player. I'll do exhibition. 
I'm going to go through all the fighters. I'm definitely going to pick Big George Foreman, but uh, I'm going to go through everyone that they have. We got Big George Foreman. Ahmad Axman Williams. Rob the Killer Jones. Savage Sammy Swift. JJ the Bull Mazo. Eric the Kid Wilson. Carmen Fist Paradiso. Jammin' Johnny O'Grady. Yuri Fabulous Fadiman. Willie the Lion Ramos. Joe the Dragon Hoffman. Jeff Rockjaw Rianda. Mike the Anvil Aubrey. Dangerous Dan Jones. Quick Draw Tom Robinson. Derek the Legend Lee. Lightning Lou Janetti. No relation to Marty Janetti. George the Stallion Shake. Nick the Nightmare Cruiser. A lot of boxers on here. Keith the Hammerhead Glasgow. And finally, Eric, that son of a bitch Barker. No, Eric Barker is not on this game, that son of a bitch. But I hope Bane listens to that just so he will laugh his ass off. Because I know that he will. I know that he will. I'm going to pick my uh, opponent here. I will go with uh, Rob the Killer Jones. Main event time. Here we go. Let's make it happen. I'm excited. Here we go, people. Are we ready? Three rounds of boxing. Time to kick some ass. Got a pretty good left here. Let me see if I can get that right going. There we go. Right cross. He's a good blocker. Definitely taking me to school here. How do I do a body shot here? That's not doing so well here. So I'm taking him out. Oh, there's a nice little jab. into the game. That was stupid of me. What the hell did I do that for? Uh, the game's not over. I'm a dumbass. Hashtag dumbass. Hashtag big underscore Bane is also a dumbass. Sorry, Bane. Thank you for editing my podcast, though. Um, everybody, send Big Bane a thumbs up emoji. I know I say that a lot, but I, I mean it. Send him a little thumbs up emoji. Let him know that you give a fuck. Because I think he'd be happy to know that. But hey, Bane. I give a fuck. You know, it makes you feel good. I think so. Uh, some people may not. I know Jack Gamble gives a fuck. Mitch Baxter gives a fuck. When you give a fuck, 
makes other people give a fuck. I'm really tired right now. Um, I'm going on very little sleep. But I need to get this podcast out, and sometimes that's what happens. We sacrifice sleep and play video games, much like uh, last week's episode, which I did not record on the same day. I recorded it on a different day because I would need them both back-to-back. But, And theoretically speaking, I don't need to record this right now, but I had a moment, and I thought it better to record this now instead of later when I might have friends over or might be more tired. you got to take advantage of your moments. And podcasting. And now if I just... What I should do... Honestly, and I, I've never done this before. This is what I should do. I should for seven days straight do um, a podcast each day. If I did that, I would be way ahead of the curve, you know? I would be seven weeks up in just a week's time. But I don't do that ever, so... I'll uh, be big George Foreman again. Keith Hammerhead Glasgow. Here we go. Dodging. I'm gonna get him though. This is definitely a button masher. I think you just have to push buttons and hope to uh, get a nice little haymaker. I don't know how to, to, to block really. I bet after this, George gets all his teeth knocked out. He's thinking, oh man, I gotta get out of this. I need to make some grills. It's not, it's not really anyone's fight right now. It's kind of either way. Nothing much going on here. Okay, come on, Foreman. Get him. Up right there, we go. There we go. Okay. Well, I was making gains for a second, but it fell short. Got about a minute and change left in the first round here. He's ahead, but it's fairly even still. Oh, there we go. Good shot. Foreman, come on. Take him out like it's a Foreman grill. And I climb down on your foot like Michael Scott. 
Seven seconds left. Come on, hit him. Take him out. Ooh, that's the end of the first round. Um, uh, I threw 100 and some punches and landed 24 of them. That's not very good. I'm landing a lot more this round. I can tell he's getting tired. here in the middle of the second. Shots, here we go. Jab, jab, jab. Six seconds left. About a minute left in the first round. No decisive uh, knockdowns or anything has happened in this fight. Uh, I definitely do it done better this round than the previous round. I think that goes without saying. It's about landing some punches, getting some good decisive punches. Ten seconds left. Stay up, George. Come on, George. Think about the succulent bacon you can be eating after this fight off of your own grill. And that's the end of the second. So far, not too bad. I threw 161 punches and I landed 24. For a 14% average. Uh, so far, he's won the first two rounds.
Like, so far I landed nine punches this round. I'm just basing this off my own count. Ten. Eleven. Twelve punches. There we go. Thirteen punches. Fourteen. Fifteen. Fifteen punches. I'm keeping count just to see if I can beat my last score. Sixteen punches. Seventeen. Eighteen. Nineteen. Twenty. Twenty-one. Twenty-two. Oh, I knocked him down. On the 24th punch, I knocked him down. He's back up. We've got 45 seconds left. Let's land one more punch. There it is. Two. Should be at 26 punches. I think for sure on this, George Foreman can take some punishment. So I've got my ass kicked here. Seven punches, 28 punches, 29. Let's get 30. Come on, 30 punches. Let's get there. We can make it five seconds left. 30. 30 punches. 31. 32. I think it was 32. Let's see if I'm correct in my counting abilities. It doesn't say, but I won that round. That's cool. He's the winner of the fight. Didn't tell me how many punches I landed, though. That's kind of bullshit, because I counted. Um, anyway, uh, Foreman for real. Um, not the greatest boxing game I've ever played. Uh, is it Punch-Out? No. Uh, is it worth playing? Yeah, I think so. I think it's worth giving it a shot if you can find it for a good deal and just kind of see in for yourself if it's something you would like to continue to play. It's a little slow to get the hang of, but once you get there, it's just kind of a button masher, which isn't always a bad thing. So I, I definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the show. Check out the other podcasts that me and Bane do here on the Breaker and Bane Network. It's just kind of an inclusion of all of our shows. We have Breaker and Bane's Power Hour that drops every Monday. I'm sorry, every Sunday. We have the Obscure Superstar Spotlight, where we highlight a different obscure wrestler in the world of professional wrestling every other Wednesday. Of course, this show is Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo every Throwback Thursday. And finally, the Breaker and Bane Network drops every Monday where you can find such shows as Clash of the Comics, The Podcast Night Wars, and Pop Culture Pandemonium. All a lot of fun. I recommend checking out all of those shows because they are worth checking out. Uh, check out my Pro Wrestling Tees store at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. I have 12 designs available to purchase. Uh, pick up a shirt. And I buy a game. That's the guarantee. Just uh, message me over the info that you purchased a shirt and uh, what your name is, obviously. And uh, I'll be able to figure that out and let you know when I buy that game for you. Because I'll try to buy within a few weeks. So, yeah, that's the guarantee here on Brian Breaker versus 
the Super Nintendo. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. I'm going a little bit over on time here, so I want to go ahead and wrap it up quickly. Uh, this has been a lot of fun this week, Foreman for real. It was a fun game. But uh, next week, next week, the Sega invades again. That's right, the Sega invasion, the entire month will be taking over Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. I'm very excited to uh, get to experience this. Four Sega games will be uh, going for the next four weeks here on the show. It will be a Sega invasion, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very excited to see this. Um, last time I played Sonic the Hedgehog, Comic Zone, McDonald's, Treasure Land Adventure, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Hyperstone Heist, all Sega exclusive games. This time will be no different. Four Sega exclusive games. I bet Sonic shows up as well. Some other stuff that you may not even be aware of is Sega exclusive. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely ready to check it out, and I think you guys will enjoy it too. That'll be coming up in the next four weeks. Uh, thank you guys once again for listening to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. My name is Brian Breaker. Thank you once again for joining me on this fantastic 16-bit journey through the world that is retro gaming. See you guys in seven days. <laughs>